Hey friends, and welcome to episode 178 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work-life balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. And today we're talking about two of my favorite time management strategies, the OGs, time blocking and task batching. These are two time tactics I use literally every single day to stay productive, organized and on top of everything. Well, on top of most things, the things that really matter. And I just know they can help you do the same. But before I dig into why time blocking and task batching are two peas in a time management pod, I wanna talk about the differences. Believe it or not, there's actually a pretty big difference between the two, but they often get roped together and used interchangeably. That's why today, I'm going to be getting into all the details with time blocking and task batching, how to incorporate them into your life, and how to use them to prioritize your values, and of course, manage your time like a pro. And because I know you're making the most of your time, and you're probably listening in the car, or maybe you're running errands, doing stuff around the house, I know it might be a little inconvenient to stop what you're doing and take notes. So... Don't worry, I've got you covered. You can find all the details and lessons learned from this episode over in the show notes, plus links to any of the resources I'll mention. Today's show notes can be found over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 178. All right, it's about time we get started, so let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. So what exactly is the difference between task batching and time blocking? What it really comes down to is this. Task batching is when you group similar tasks together or tasks related to one project and you get them done in an allotted time period. Let's say you're a graphic designer, like my friend Elizabeth McCravey I interviewed on the show over in the last episode. You might organize and batch your time into categories like admin work, so answering emails, drafting up contracts, planning out your daily to-do list, those kinds of things. You might have a batch for design work, where your full attention is on the actual task of designing. And then you might have a batch for learning time, which could be time when you read a business book or invest in professional personal development, take a course or work with a coach. Time blocking, on the other hand, is when you actually schedule the tasks into specific blocks during your day. So in short, task batching means putting similar tasks together and time blocking means setting the specific time in your calendar to get tasks done. They're two sides of the same coin, but when done correctly and in combination, they can have a huge impact on the way you do time management. But why? What's the benefit here? Well, 
Bad news to all my multitasking friends out there, but multitasking is the fastest way to kill productivity. Most of us cannot multitask effectively. Seriously, studies have shown it's like 2% of the entire population that can actually multitask. And maybe you're in the 2%, but chances are you're like the vast majority of us that can barely walk and chew gum at the same time. I mean, every time you multitask, you're essentially patting yourself on the head and trying to rub your tummy at the same time. When's the last time you tried to do that? If you're not driving, try to do it right now. I mean, sure, you can kind of do it, but it's not exactly easy or natural. (laughs) Plus, constantly shifting our focus from one thing to another, it makes us less efficient. It can actually take an average of 23 minutes to get refocused after getting distracted. 23 minutes! I mean, just think about how much time is being wasted if that happens multiple times in just one day. Seriously, the American knowledge worker, and that's research code for anyone who works behind a computer, the American knowledge worker gets hit with some kind of digital interruption every 43 seconds. And that doesn't even count people barging into your office to ask you a question, your kids asking you for a snack while you're trying to work from home, or getting a text from your mom. So that's a distraction every 43 seconds, plus 23 minutes to regain our concentration when we get interrupted or switch tasks. Y'all, it is a wonder that we get anything done. And it's exactly why so many days we feel like we were busy, but we weren't actually productive. But when you use time blocking and task batching, You can avoid all of that back and forth thinking and switching altogether. And you spend less mental and physical energy switching between tasks. All of that switching is so much more detrimental than you realize. So how do you task batch and time block effectively? Well, let's get into it. First, let's talk about time blocking. If you use a paper planner or a digital calendar like Google Calendar, which is my favorite, then you're probably already putting blocks on your calendar for meetings and appointments. Time blocking is basically scheduling a meeting with yourself to do a specific task. And yes, your calendar is for so much more than just meetings and appointments. But if it helps, think of your time blocks as a meeting with yourself an appointment to do a specific thing that's on your to-do list. But the trick is you have to actually stick to those appointments. I always say to treat them with the same respect you'd treat a doctor's appointment. Now, obviously there's some wiggle room here because life calls for a healthy dose of flexibility, but unless you have a good reason, try to stick to the time commitments you've made to yourself. Have you ever heard of time integrity? Well, think about personal integrity. Personal integrity is sticking to your morals and your values. It's doing the right thing, following through with your commitments and doing what you say you'll do. Time integrity is following through with how you intended to spend your time. It's sticking to your plans, honoring your commitments, even if that commitment is just to yourself. You know, so often we follow through with what we commit to others, 
But we don't apply that same integrity to our own time and our own plans. By time blocking and then sticking to your time blocks, you unlock something amazing. You can start to see what realistically can be done in a day. Maybe you're the type of person who starts the day excited and ready to go, but you overcommit because you've underestimated the amount of time things really take. Or maybe you're someone who gets overwhelmed easily. Time blocking helps you see what you actually have time for. Really see it on your calendar. And you may be surprised that you have more of it or less of it than you think. One of my favorite former time management clients, Corinne, was actually a time blocking pro whenever we started working together. Every single week, she'd time block out everything on her to-do list. But where she kept running into trouble was when her day was derailed. Maybe an emergency would pop up, like her daughter would get sick and needed to be picked up from school. Or a member of the community would unexpectedly call to ask questions about an upcoming event And then that phone conversation quickly would go from a quick five-minute chat to a 20-minute conversation. Maybe Corinne's first time block of the day actually took twice as long as she expected. So then she'd have to bump things to the next day or work late to finish everything on her list. And day by day, the whole week just got pushed further and further back than she wanted. If you've taken my free chaos to calm quiz and your result was the architect, then you probably know exactly what this feels like. Oh, and by the way, once Corinne started being truly realistic about her time blocks and allowing space for emergencies and overflow, she was dubbed the most productive person in her office. But that's the thing. Time blocks aren't helpful if they're not realistic. You can't give yourself 15 minutes to create an hour-long PowerPoint presentation just because that's how long you want it to take. The planning fallacy, which is one of the productivity pitfalls I talk about in my book, Time Management Essentials, the planning fallacy tells us that we consistently underestimate how long things take us. So part of your time blocking strategy has to include estimating and then adding a little bit more just in case. So once you're realistic with how long each task will take you, it's time to step away from your mile-long to-do list. Oh yeah, you heard that right. To time block effectively, you've got to put down that 80-something task-long list and instead narrow that big list down to just three to five things that are the absolute most important things of the day. And I know that three to five things might not sound like very many or not enough, but we're being realistic here. What can you actually accomplish in a day? When you're clear on your priorities, choosing those three to five things gets easier and easier. Then add those things to your calendar and put them in there like meetings. When you start your day by mapping out what you'll work on and when you'll work on each thing, you're setting yourself up for success you can actually accomplish. And you skip out on that end of day letdown when you realize you didn't get nearly as much done as you intended to. Say so long to that end of day disappointment. Now, let's talk about task batching. 
Like I said a few minutes ago, task batching is grouping similar tasks together and doing them at once. Task batching makes you more productive because you cut back on context switching, aka switching back and forth between different tasks. Not only do you save time and energy, but task batching also helps you find your groove, almost to the point of being able to shut off your brain and work on autopilot. Seriously. Doing this streamlines your workflow and makes you more productive. I used an example of how Elizabeth McCravey, a business owner, might task batch a little earlier in the episode, but you can also think of task batching just like doing laundry. Whenever we do laundry, we don't wash each individual item of clothing at a time. Every sock, every individual shirt, each pair of pants, you get the idea. If we did wash each of our articles of clothing in a separate load, we would be doing laundry forever and wasting tons of resources in the process. But instead, we batch it all together. We toss our dirty clothes in a laundry basket, we wash it all at once, we dry it all at once, we fold it all at once, and we put it away all at once. Or we put it in that random chair in our room and it sits there for a few days, but you get the idea, right? Well, this is exactly how task batching works. So let me ask you this. What do you do on a regular basis that could be batched? And where can you fit that batch into your schedule? How can you create a laundry basket for tasks that you can batch, whether you're capturing these things on a special notepad or a task in your task management system like Trello or Asana so you can collect them all like dirty socks and tackle them all at once. All right, that about wraps it up for this week's episode. But before I go, I want to remind you that my new book, Time Management Essentials, is available for pre-order now and officially drops on June 20th. This book will teach you how to manage what you're already doing, not just do more things, through strategies like task batching, time blocking, and most importantly, leading your time management with your vision and values. Because that's where it all starts, right? When we lead our time with intention, it's so much easier to build lifelong habits. And in this book, we'll work through it together to help you get there. If you want to pre-order your copy of Time Management Essentials, I've got the link for you over in the show notes, but you can head straight to AnnaDCornick.com forward slash book to grab your copy. And as always, you can find the link to grab Time Management Essentials and any other details mentioned in this episode over in the show notes. Today's show notes can be found at AboutTimePodcast.com forward slash 178. All right. That's all I have for today. Have a great week, friends, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.